Street Fighters, how's it going? It's time for the basement show. We're a little late tonight. We were working on TV show material, uh, trying to get some things nailed down. Um, that's coming to fruition. We got a producer, we got meetings happening all the time. We got our writers, Drew and Simone, working overtime uh, to help us out. So that's moving along great. Uh, thanks for being here. This is the basement show, Brian and I just talking shit about the world like we did 10 years ago when we started this thing uh, i did get my first covid backs today so we're one step closer to getting back on the road i'm sure it'll be a little little it'll be sparingly at first um but you know we have a bright future ahead and i can't wait to see all your smiling faces so welcome guys guys gals and non-binary pals to street fight radio i'm brett my host is Brian. We're the number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. I was uh, uh, getting a vax. How was your vax trip? Um, I loved it. Oh, okay. I, I uh, did not expect that. Can I preempt it with another story? Yeah, I, you can preempt it with another story. Um, I have been getting out more than I have in, the, in, a, in a whole year. I'm like... For the first time this week, I went to Chipotle without like putting it on the app or anything. I just went inside and told them what I wanted, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, I got an N95 mask. I'm only going to be in there for four minutes. It's fine. I show up and I get to the front of the line and the girl looks at me and I'm waiting for her to say hi. She doesn't say hi. And I say, oh, hey, how's it going? And she goes like this. She cocks her head and just opens her eyes like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're in line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. People just say what they want. They start. Um, so I was like, I want a burrito. And I'm telling her all the, all the stuff that I want. And I can already tell from how much rice she put on that we're fucked because I get like so many toppings in there. And she goes to roll it and it just starts squeezing out the side. And then she's pouring it into a cup. And... She's like fighting with it, fighting with it. Then she wraps it up in the foil and she slams it on the counter for the cashier and says, your burrito is like 80% moisture. So be aware. And then walks away. That Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, uh, she's not having a good day. <laughs> and I, it was fine. I loved it. I actually was like, this is not to, to complain about customer service. I deserve, I was fine with it. I, I go with the flow, but like. I have not been around people. I haven't had just, I haven't been like wrapped up in someone's fucking war zone, you know, in a long time. I haven't had to put up with something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty, uh, 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 like a, a novel experience in these days. And the Vax was the same thing. So I go to this big Ohio health center. Um, it's like a huge, it's a big building. There's hundreds of people in there. Uh, I'm in line and I'm like, Oh man, this is weird. You know, I haven't seen this many people in so long. It just is freaking me out. But then there's this lady that's with her husband and they go to get in line and she's like, do you have any cancellations or anything like that? And she's like, oh, no, ma'am, this line is for people that have a, have an appointment. And she's like, oh yeah, my husband does. And they're like, okay, well you can wait. You can, if you're in the same household, just stand there. <laughs> and so she gets to the second person. She's like, I, is some, someone, it, someone had to not come, right? Is, is there any cancellations? She's like, I don't know. You have to go to registration. The lady turns around to all of us and goes, I mean, come on. Some, somebody had to not show. Am I right? I mean, why they can't, it can't, it's not like they can't have a shot for me. And I was just once again, like in heaven, like I was, 
After I got my vaccine, I sat in the waiting room and I listened to two strangers talk about sleeping habits for yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Every, and even all the people they know. Oh, boy. Oh, my wife. She's a side sleeper. She is one of those. Um, 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 and the guy's like, body pillows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. My wife's got one of those, too. Oh, she loves to just hug it. You know, she just it's just like, but I, I'm, I'm sleep on my back and just. 15 minutes talking about sleeping. It was so fucking awesome. I was like on cloud nine. I have not been, I have not been in like full sensory overload like that with just so many weird clothes, so many fucking strangers, like everything just felt so like bright and new. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found that like whenever I have to go in public, everybody's very quiet. Yep. And they don't really want to like deal with you. But when I'm out walking, I get to see people in their natural state. Okay. You know, their their natural I'm screaming at people as they walk down the street. I'm mad about stuff. I'm, you know, maybe somebody drives by and honks at me and screams at me. Like I've been in those situations, but not indoors in quite a while. I haven't been wrapped up in some person's bad planning like you <laughs> yeah 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 and i mean i li i have had all my f groceries and all of my takeout delivered i go pick up um but i'm really not getting caught up in like a shit storm like this it was awesome yeah 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 it sounded like uh uh which which shot did you get pfizer oh well you know you it, we're a 50 50 show now okay 50 50 i'm moderna Oh, I got wow. a Moderna. It's like the Ferrari one, right? It's the good one. Yeah, it's definitely the better of the two. Uh, yeah, I've been Googling a lot of, uh, hey, how effective is just the first shot stuff? Because I'm getting weak, man. I'm too don't, close. I'm too close. The finish you know? line is almost there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll be vaccinated on the 19th. Two weeks after the 19th, I am... 95% protected, you well, know? That's fine, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now is not the time to be slipping. And I'm 80% protected now. Okay. You know, that's not, that's nothing to shake your uh, tail at or whatever people say. Yeah, people say Turn that Turn your time. nose up at, yep. I guess, is yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It also uh, didn't affect me at all. So, maybe that's a plus of the Pfizer? No, no sore arm? No. Seems like you're fine then. Maybe tomorrow you're because mine wasn't sore the first day. Okay. It was the second day when I started to have sore arm. I tried to sleep on it and it just wasn't happening. But it's even not that bad. It's not like it's not like I need to go to the hospital type pain. It's more like, oh, you know, I, I lifted things too much mm -hmm. pain. Right. Which sucks. You know, nobody likes that. But uh uh your yeah. weightlifter. Yeah, yeah. If you're a weightlifter, you probably dig it. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool to be getting them now. It's like, yes, we're finally getting there. We're finally, I've been waiting for this goddamn vaccine. I've been reading a lot of like news stories now from epidemiologists that are like, well, don't get too excited just yet. But I just keep going like this. Hey. If I got a 95% protection, I'm willing to take more risks than I have over the past year. Right. I think. I think I'm fine taking that risk. That's a calculator risk I'll take. The, when it was like, seemed like a 100% chance you were going to get it if you went anywhere, <laughs> I did not want to take that risk. Yep. You know? Right. That was one I was out of. There, there. I, But I will feel, I do feel like 
once I'm fully vaccinated, I've gone through the waiting period. I'll probably take some risks. I think that oh, just seems fine. I bought tickets to races already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's outside. Yeah. True. So that's true. It's a risk, but it's not a risk risk. That's true. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to see a movie until 2022. Probably. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. There's one out. I really want to see. And it's driving me fucking crazy. But then they announced that it was going to be on demand on the 16th. Okay. Good way to celebrate. April, and I'm like, day. I'll wait then, then. I'll wait until April or April 16th or 19th. It's not the 19th because the 19th is a Monday. That's the day I get my new shot, my next shot. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, three of us uh, got it in our friend group today. And it was like, it was a great day because like, uh, uh, the other couple, other halves of the couple, you know, had been vaccinated, and it's just there's, I think, over fifty percent of us now are done. Yeah, yeah. My kid's getting vaccinated tomorrow. She starts her process tomorrow. So my, I, I, I I'm excited to say that ninety five percent of my house will be done. Yeah, I do want to give a tip. I, you know. I know people are having a tough time getting it, and if you're like willing to drive, I have found that the CVS website is the best of all the websites because it tells you right up front which stores in the state have shots available. Most of them don't do that. Right. Because I've been searching through them a lot lately just to see, and it's like, it would be nice just to know what states have appointments and just keep updating that. Yeah. And then we'll know without having to go through the whole rigmarole, as they used to say back when I was a kid, you didn't want to go through too much rigmarole. You know, yeah, stay nobody, away. yeah, stay away. And so many teachers tell me about rigmarole, and I was just like, Oh, I feel like this, I feel like this whole goddamn education system's a rigmarole. <gasps> yeah, and then they were all like, Well, you've graduated, sir, <laughs> you figured it out, you, you solved the puzzle. That's the big win, you got the big win today. So, yeah, yeah, I, um. I, I yeah, I got mine last week. You're getting yours now. Everybody's getting them. Everybody's getting the vaccine. It's stylish now. It's the in thing to oh, do. Yeah. People are showing their band-aids on their arm. Yeah. I think a lot of people I, I me and my wife were like kind of talking about the anti-vax people today. And I was just like, you know, I don't want this to happen. I, I don't know what I want to happen, but the passport, the vaccine passport they're talking about. That would come up later on in the year when most people have had the opportunity to get vaccinated. Uh Like part of that makes me kind of laugh a little bit. Like if they had that happen and then the anti-vaxxers would go fucking nuts, you know, like you can't go to a concert with more than a certain amount of people. If you don't have the vax passport, I'm like, Oh, that hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, now you gotta go get it. Motherfucker. My guess is they'll do some sort of, um, ratty tatty rule. Like you have to per, per, uh, show a Corona test result within the last 48 hours. That's a good rule, I guess, because they're having home ones approved soon. Actually, I saw a billboard today that they'd have home home COVID. You could get home COVID tests now, but I read a lot about COVID and I haven't seen that in the in any of the news I've read. So I don't think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, that. I, mean, I can get them on like GoPuff. You can get a COVID test on GoPuff. They'll yeah. just bring you one. They're expensive as fuck. Yeah. How They're much they were? $140. For like, what do you do? Just spit on it? I don't know. 
Because I know they're not having you ram those things up your nose. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just come to your house and do the test on you. They have to. They make you put a a, a, a Q-tip inside your belly button and send it to them. Well, I could never get one then because nobody touches my belly button <laughs> ever. Okay, nobody. Wow. No, I have you never. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I run over it. I need to get reacquainted with my belly button. Yeah, I haven't dug in there in a while. I haven't touched my belly button ever in my life, and I will never touch it. And I would never let somebody touch it. Uh, not even my wife. You know, she's been very warned. Like, hey, you're not allowed to touch my belly button ever. Used to be my belly button, my neck, and my wrists. Okay. But now I That's have like a minefield. made That's a peace with my neck and my wrists, but still not my belly button. Yeah. I'm so weirded out by people touching my neck. Right here, this part, not the back. The front? The, the throat? Front. Yeah. Where they can kill you if they touch it. <laughs> I was always just afraid like somebody would decide to... They're like, hey, I'm touching your neck, and then they kill me. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> The chest. I was thinking the same thing. The chest trying to put it together. Uh, my neck, my wrist, my belly button, and what? My. Do you have another one? My pussy and my ass. <laughs> no, no, that's the song. I'm trying to find yours. Your no no spots. <laughs> well, uh, my your ant. You you don't have erogenous zones. You have anti erogenous. I zones. do. I do. I do. I don't have a lot. I mean, I, you can touch my feet. You're going to touch my legs. In... No, there's none other okay. than my belly button, my neck, and my uh, Wrist? uh, wrists. But my wrists are fine now, too. Okay. I just even used to like people touching my wrist. You know, there's this guy I grew up with. God rest his soul. He's dead now. Um, <laughs> we know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy I grew up with that could put a coin on his wrist. I'm going to move it like this, and it would pop up and flip. The coin would flip. This vein would pop up and flip the coin. And I'd always be like, how do you do that, man? What are you doing? You're just flipping it up like this? And he's like, no, touch it. And I remember I touched it one time, and it fucking gnarled me out to no end. I can do <laughs> it, too. Someone's impressive wrist vein? Yeah, because it popped Some up. You monstrous. can do it. Anybody can do it. You just got to learn it. But he taught me it. I don't have a coin, or I would do it for you. Oh, wow. Okay. But uh, uh, maybe one day, if you ever want to see my coin trick, maybe that'll be one of the things we do when we get back in front of live audiences. <laughs> you can watch Brian flip a coin on his wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and you're allowed to it. touch him on the wrist. Yeah, and it freaked me out. Um, let's take a look at some news. I got this story from Fox News earlier in the week. I uh, was very excited to uh, cover this one, Brett. Okay. Representative John Joyce, Republican, Pennsylvania, is fighting back against cancel oh, culture. Oh, God, what is... <laughs> and argued that no one is, quote, safe from the, quote, woke movement. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, people that are assholes, um, people that do uh, do sexual gray areas, you're going to get in trouble for that. Yeah. Well, that, that, dude, 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 he doesn't mean, he means like woke cancel culture. He doesn't mean like the type of stuff that me and you could get canceled for. I don't know what that means. The type of stuff that we could get canceled for? I don't know. Anti-America stuff. Oh, uh, okay. KJB chant, stuff like that. Like Got we it. could get canceled by them and it wouldn't even fucking matter. They yeah. wouldn't even fucking care. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, or saying like, oh, I, we don't say it that much, but punch a, a Nazi. 
Like that, they would even be fine if they canceled us for that. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a matter of like, I want to be able to say the stupidest thing that can be said. <laughs> yeah. we, we did a bonus to episode of YKS. And we watch Adam Carolla's cancel culture movie with Dennis Prager. So good. And it's, so it's incredible. Good. It's, I mean, it is a funny fucking movie. But it all boils down to why can't we teach dumb shit too? Or why can't, why can't, people can't just say that's a dumb idea. We don't want to hear it. We need to have auditoriums with dumbasses saying dumbass shit to have equal time with all this progressive and liberal and smart guy shit that you're saying. The Pennsylvania lawmaker is introducing the Guarding Readers Independence and Choice Act. Uh, that is the Grinch Act. Why? Uh, well, it is by the Republicans. And Where'd the end come from? Is it the and? Guarding Readers Independence and... So, the Independence is I-N. Ah, uh, gotcha. Because they didn't want to call it the Grinch Act. <laughs> yeah, you gr know? Grinch. We need to grink. <laughs> this motherfucker said the grink. Um, they they did. There are a few of these at because they do have to try to figure out a word. Cool name to make. Can you believe that they sit down and they write these huge bills? These sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousand. Remember the Obamacare one when they had that big book, or is that just a meme book? <laughs> Yeah, that's the meme book, I think. It's just the big meme book. I've seen some huge bills. Uh -huh. I can't believe I thought the meme book was real. You're allowed to hit me on that one. That one you're allowed Flub. to take. Yeah, you can get me for that. To safeguard children's literature from being canceled, the Grinch Act will cut off government funding for agencies that censor books. What? Who's censoring the books? What? What do they mean? I don't know. Dr. Seuss is... Dr. Seuss's estate made this decision. Nobody at the schools, nobody at the library said we can't have Dr. Seuss books. So the Dr. Seuss family isn't going to be allowed to get government funding? <laughs> they got to be so mad at the Dr. Seuss family, you know? But I like have No, a they don't. They've been told that it they've been told no, they they think that the Dr. Seuss family was forced to do this. They don't, they don't think that they think they were forced to do it by woke scolds. Really? So that's how they feel is that we put the pressure on them that, you know, to stop selling books where they put like black people in cages or have like, you know, Asians with, with the, the hats and shit. And it's also weird. Cause I probably read all the Dr. Seuss books when I was a kid and the racist stuff. Uh, granted, I'm not a person of color, but what I'm saying is, I don't have like great fond memories of the racist stuff. I didn't even remember it. I had to see the pictures of it to know what it was when they were talking about it. Yeah. So it's kind of like the book even then it's like, it's not like those pages were important or those books were important. Yeah. No one is saying is like green eggs and ham is like, uh, uh, reinforces the patriarchy or that like hop on pop is cop culture or something. It's just that like, there's six or seven of these weird... He, the guy wrote a fucking bunch of books. There's like six or seven that get real squirrely. We're not going to make them anymore. Yeah. And I mean, also like... They're just bad to have. You don't want to have... You don't, you don't even kids... You don't want to tell kids about this. There's no reason to just... To say, hey, some people think racist thoughts too, kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if these are for... They, they're like, they should leave... Because they always say it's history. That's what I've been seeing a lot about the Disney Plus shit. 
Have you heard about that stuff? No. Like, and WWE is another thing that this is happening to. But I'll, I'll go with the Disney Plus stuff because it's a little bit more weird. Is that uh, uh, they just put all the Muppet shows on except for two. And the, the one of them was cut off because they had a sex offender on it. And the other one was like, I don't even remember what it was. But like, um, they got rid of those two. But then they put warnings in front of 13 of the episodes. And uh, people are hot under the collar about just even the warnings. Like saying the Muppets is being censored. And it's like, one of the warnings is because Johnny Cash plays in front of a Confederate flag. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, you know, there's going to be a Confederate flag in this episode of The Muppet Show. And people are like, what about the goddamn history? And I was like, the history of The Muppet Show? Like... That's history? Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're not heading to a point where in school they teach you about the Muppet show. <laughs> yeah, and I also think um I think that like if you're an adult that's going to watch the Muppet show because it was on when you were a kid, like, yeah, you can watch a Johnny Cash thing with the, the Confederate flag. It's not gonna it's not gonna change my mind or anything. I'm not gonna rethink anything. But if you're putting it on for kids and you think that like, hey, I love this when I was a kid, it is good to say, hey, there's some weird shit in this one. There's something that like you're gonna maybe have a conversation about or you might want to interject and say, you know, th- this is uh this is the time period we were in here. Right. They act like it's only gonna be white people watching this show with their kids. You yeah. Know? And and you know, also all kinds of people have good memories of the Muppet Show and want to show it to their children. I showed it to my kid. And, and but conservatives are the laziest fucking parents in the world because they don't want to they don't want to have to be prompted with like information to make an informed decision. They just want to have the fucking TV fired at their face. You know, like they don't they don't want to they don't want a parent to be able to say, you know what, my kid, I don't want him to see sexual jokes right now. I don't want I don't think my kid is ready for drug stuff. I like I. I, I, there's things I don't like me and me and Erica don't watch like the crazy fucking sex. We're not watching harlots when Charlotte is around. Like, you know, I, it's good to know what's on some of this stuff. I think I don't, it doesn't make it, it, it empowers me. Like they, they're the ones that are just afraid of, of being half, being a, being, uh, forced to talk to their kid about like, about these issues. They don't want to talk to their kid. They don't want to have to, they don't want to say, Hey, that person did this or, or is like, uh, this is a, a a a bad part of our history, or this is the heritage of that. They you know they just want to be able to turn off and fucking shut up. Yeah, that's a cancel call. I I mean, really, the worry for them is that like sometimes it feels to me like the worry for them is that they will have to like they will have to like uh. uh defend some of their beliefs exactly you know they have a confederate flag where the kids like hey in school they said the confederate flag's racist and then they have to defend the confederate flag and that's their worst fucking fear yeah they have no good reason they just know that it keeps the wrong kind of people away but they don't want to they don't want to say it out loud you know the right kind of people yeah. away. I mean. So uh, the reaction has been positive. The cancel culture is rapidly attacking our American institutions, <laughs> our libraries, our schools, Joyce said. Amer- told America's Newsroom Friday. I'm alarmed at the left's attempt to cancel historic books and characters. But he's talking about Dr. Seuss. <laughs> like, I under, you can still fucking read The Cat in the Hat. Like, yeah. that is still there, you know? And like, Mike, 
Horton Hears a Who or the Lorax are all still there. You can still read the Lorax. You know what's funny why this was going on? My daughter was in her art class on Dr. Seuss's birthday. They did an entire thing about Dr. Seuss and about who about his his wild world that he made up and the how creative he was. <coughs> they had a Dr. Seuss block at school, so I don't think it's going anywhere. Right. If you find these books are offensive to your children, then the parents should be the ones who make that decision. Government should not be making that choice. I know, I know. They're not making that choice. Uh, the GOP congressman hopes the Grinch Act gains bipartisan support and thinks this bill should be able to reach across the aisle. We have to understand that we cannot turn our back and ban great historic people, great historic images that are part of our childhood. Your childhood, by the way, not our childhood. Like, yeah, my this is kid, about you. Dr. Seuss, isn't a big deal to her at all. I don't even think Hop on Pop is a Dr. Seuss book. What? I don't think Hop on Pop's a Dr. Seuss book. It might be. There might have been. No, it's a different one. It's a different one. If I went to the zoo or some shit. But I just don't think that, like, I read Hop on Pop to my kid, but, like, she didn't even care about it, you know? Kids now look at Disney princess stuff or, or, like, whatever other stuff they're into. That's what my kid was into. But Dr. Seuss isn't, like, that's your shit. That's your historical stuff. Yeah. That's your childhood. That's my childhood. Yeah, this is yeah, you this was Dr. Seuss was popular when there was no fucking internet. Yes. And you, yes. there was like these weird books with weird people and weird words. Yeah, like Dr. Seuss books looked really neat, but probably to a kid now not as neat right. as like where you get a, a dummy's head and you get to like drag across the screen different hairstyles and makeup styles. Yeah. That's what, that's what my daughter did the whole time she was growing up was just different apps where you do hairstyles and makeup styles. <laughs> yeah. And I see it on so many kids computers. I, I mean, when you see a kid playing with like a, 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 an iPad now in public, they're all, it seems like all of them are doing that or yeah. Minecraft. You know. Yeah, I mean, you still have to read to him every day, and uh, I've had plenty of Doctor Seuss in the rotation. Um, mm. I I don't feel like I'm going to get in trouble for that. I mean, I, I guess I'll try to find somebody else, but I I I don't know what channels they're checking. Do they? Is there like a, a like a is there an official cancel book or something? Because I still think you can. You can still get Dr. Seuss stuff. I'm going to call the police okay. actually on you for looking at Dr. Seuss stuff. So before uh, midnight, we got six minutes left. And I did want to hit this at the beginning of the show. It is a trans visibility day. So, hey, neither one of us are trans, but also keep doing what you're doing. Be visible. We're good with it. Yeah. And uh, I've read the critiques also of the day and uh, I've noted Wait, it's wrong. No, no, it's not wrong. But there was just some people that were saying like, you know, it's become a way for like, you know, people to just say, hey, I'm an ally. I care, you know, and it kind of uh, but I don't think it's I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that there is a lot more to go in the fight. And, uh, you know, there's uh no, I was just trying to say something nice because I saw it today. And it I is nice. To say something nice. I we I agree with you. I'm not against it. Yeah. Seems like you are, but <laughs> I will. Uh, I I will allow it. Let's look at some fake 
fakers. Let's I I I ran into a series of uh well let's do this. Our writer on our TV show, one of our writers, we have two writers, Drew Spears, sent me and Brett this wacky story from uh the Daily Beast over this week, and I read it and I felt like I needed to do it on the show. Okay. So uh uh let's do this. Um okay, here we go. Before she wiped her page on Tuesday, TikTok user Han.brook95 hadn't been shy about sharing even the most mundane details of her life with her 19,400 followers. She posted TikToks of herself cooking while breastfeeding, the can of beans she was using for nachos, canned beans, I don't know, and even the painstaking process of transferring her license as a pharmacy tech from Florida to Illinois. From filling out the application to affixing a return address label and stamp on the envelope to dropping it in the mailbox in front of her house. Hey, good work, you know. Do that on your uh do do that on your TikTok. People love to see it. How do I fucking switch my pharmacy degree? I'm just yeah. a pharmacy degree. Yeah, also um people love to see a, a can of uh refried beans get opened. Yeah. That makes me excited. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see it. I'd love oh. to get, give me a chip. I'll dip right in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the stream of everyday minutia might have continued if she hadn't also used TikTok to brag about stealing COVID-19 vaccination cards from her job. So she and her husband could pass themselves oh. off as vaccinated. Oh, no. <laughs> I work at a. <laughs> I, um, I actually saw one of these. What? The TikTok? Yeah, I saw a TikTok where someone stitched somebody else and yelled at them because a nurse was like, made this video where it was like a drug dealer voice that was like, she was like, comes around the corner. It's like, hey, you got the stuff. And she has like sunglasses on. And then she looks and she's like, yeah. And then hands it over. And it has a little, it's like just a, a bunch of documents, but it had a little text box on it that said fake vaccine card. Yeah. And this person was a nurse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. Uh, I work at a pharmacy and grabbed blank ones for me and my hubby. She wrote in the comments of another user's TikTok about fake vaccination cards. Don't tell on yourself, man. Don't that's, post that. Social media, you be on there. Don't tell on yourself. Don't say the, don't say the illegal stuff you're doing. I do it too, but I'm going to get in trouble for it. No, don't say you stole from work. No, yeah, never, never. You know, that's like the thing is like, you got to be fucking somewhat smart about what you share on social media. You can share that you smoked weed, but don't say I stole from work, especially in such a charged environment as these vaccines. Like, even if you said like, I steal a gobstop, a pack of gobstoppers every day from my job, it probably wouldn't get you in trouble. People wouldn't really care, but you know that the, the, the conversation around the vaccine, whether you're pro or anti is very charged. This isn't going to be a secret. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to notice that. Yeah. Like I said, the one I saw, someone stitched the video. So I saw the, the video I explained, somebody else goes next to it and there were just like, Oh hell no. Somebody needs a blah, blah, blah. Just saying, fuck you, this and that, call them names. And it was a reaction. And it's like, yeah, I, I think, A hundred thousand people have seen this now or more. So you're fucked. Yeah. And they do have t-shirts that say I've been vaccinated or I've had both of my shots. So if you really want to do it, you just put one of the shirts on. Nobody's going to question you. Good point. You know, and it's not illegal. (laughs) 
to wear a shirt that says I've been vaccinated and not get vaccinated. I wish you would just get vaccinated. They would feel though. shameful, though. Really? Yeah, I think they'd feel think ashamed so? to proudly say that. I can't do it. These goddamn fascists are making us take their public medicine. I think that, like, the people that are against it are excited to be against it. Oh, they love it. You know? that That's what I think. Like, I think that the people who are anti-vax and are not getting this vaccine cannot fucking wait to tell you that they're not getting it and why and why you should never get any vaccines and why your kids shouldn't get vaccines. Yeah. You know, I posted about my daughter getting a vaccine last week and this vegan, somebody said it's some vegan TikTok mom uh, quote tweeted me and called me an abuser for getting my kid the vaccine. Wow. And sending her to school public school instead of homeschooling her and i'm like well i guess you got me there yeah i am having her poked with a needle that is hurts but what do you want me to do you know it didn't take long for fellow users becca walker and savannah sparks to zoom in on that return address label and match the name and address to public records for hannah brooke hutchinson 25 who is registered as a pharmacy tech in illinois uh, Sparks then reported her to the same Illinois Board of Pharmacy that had just granted her license. The Illinois Board of Pharmacy told Daily Beast it does not comment on investigations. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to steal from your job. Well, that's, you know. And I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to steal blank vaccination papers for COVID-19 to falsify information and claim that you and your husband were vaccinated when in actuality you were not, Walker said in a TikTok she's posted to call her out. Also, don't fuck with Zoomers either. You're fucking with people that will, that are like trained to Zoom in, see if they can find anything in the vid, like Zoomers. You know, you might have pulled this off on even Facebook. You know? Yeah, yeah. But not it's not happening on fucking TikTok, dude. People catch your ass on TikTok. Hutchison did not respond to multiple phone calls and texts sent the numbers associated with her and her boyfriend. But after Walker and Sparks posted TikToks about her, Hutchinson wiped her TikTok and deleted her Instagram and Facebook accounts. The Daily Beast, however, was able to review the zoomed-in image and independently confirm Hutchinson's details, including her pharmacy technician Oof. license through public records. Oh, no. Just before she wiped TikTok, she posted, Stop hating on me. I don't care what any of you think. I did what is best for my husband and I, which also another thing that bugs me about this is pharmacists can get the vaccine first in December. They were able to get the goddamn vaccine, right? They don't want it doing what? Yeah, no, they don't want it. They're just like, they're right. You know, Hours later, she posted another TikTok claiming to be a 16-year-old girl in the UK doing an experiment for her dad, who is a filmmaker. Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful dismount. (laughs) <laughs> beautiful dismount and see i see i finally have pushed the boundaries of what is acceptable art and the hatred and vitriol that has come at me i must reveal that this has all been a ruse my dad who's a filmmaker who um makes great uh, who, who made me these address labels and these fake facts like my my friend's dad my dad who's a filmmaker gave me all of these props 
None yeah. of this is real. We this have character a, isn't real. We have a budget for scrubs. I'm 16. I'm a 16-year-old UK teen. I'm doing an exp I love social experiment. Mm -hmm. When somebody says, like, I'm doing a social experiment. Because you know what happened with this? Is this woman got home and or 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 found this on TikTok. And then her and her husband had to stupidly sit on a couch and come up with the, the best gonna, lie. What the fuck are we going to do? What the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> this is the worst lie yeah. ever told. You know? It's about as bad as um, I got abducted from work and dropped in a, the desert. But the TikToks went back, which went back a year, tracked with her husband's Facebook page, which Yee. has also been deleted, where she appeared to be a mom in her 20s. Oh, no. <laughs> no, sloppy work here, folks. You got to you gotta plan ahead to pull a grift like this. You got to be a good liar, at least, you know? Yeah. Since Monday, Walker and Sparks have combined posted more than a half a dozen TikTok videos calling out healthcare workers who've talked online about forging or attempting to forge vaccine That's cards. That's who must have seen. And they say other users have sent them dozens more tips that they haven't been able to verify. Um, oh, that's so weird. I know. Um, there were so many nerds. I remember that that early reports in Ohio was like, uh, healthcare or senior citizen care people do not want to get the vaccine. Like, we don't know what to do. Sixty Only 60% of people of healthcare workers want to get it, you know? Right. Under Hutchinson's original comment about pinching blank cards, Texas nurse Courtney Long wrote, can I pay you to ship a couple to me? Followed by a crying laughing emoji. Sparks was able to identify Long through the Instagram profile Long included on her TikTok, where she talked about being a nurse and a linked Facebook profile under the name Courtney Renee Long, where she also talked about being a nurse. The Texas Board of Nursing website identifies that Courtney Renee Long is a licensed practical nurse. Is this you, Miss LPN? Sparks said in a TikTok she made calling out Long. Ah, yeah, the Texas Board of Nursing is going to sell all this. I wonder if she was joking. That's a worry to me there. Can you get me some of those? It's like a classic joke. Yeah. And they did the crying laughing emoji afterward. Like as in like, hey, you know, I oh, can you get me some vax cards? You know, I guess if you want a joke, you got to say, can you get me the vaccine? Um, Sparks and Walker all say they have also called and reported an oncology nurse in Alabama, a trauma nurse at a children's hospital in Philadelphia, and a receptionist at an asthma clinic. Now, it, what? Uh, that's, that is a, quite the hit list. They are efficient. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Um, of course, healthcare workers aren't alone among anti-vaxxers trying to pass as vaccinated. And on Thursday, the Office of the Inspector General warned those who have been vaccinated to not post images of their cards online because of an increase in fake cards. <laughs> we just last week were like, ah, dude, don't worry about that, you know. But could you really make a fake card out of a card picture you got online, though? Yeah, okay. definitely could. Yeah. I mean, I can also see it, uh, I mean, what am I trying to think here? Like, people are probably selling them now. Do you think people are selling the VAC cards or appointments? That's what I would be doing. If I worked at a place that did the vaccines, all my friends would be vaccinated. Uh -huh. I would make sure they got in, you know? Right. But I do... I do really like the uh, 
um, reach one TikTok user by the name Linzer commented on a viral TikTok about faking vaccination cards, writing, I got a template if you want it. <laughs> reached by the Daily Beast, that user, whose real name is Lindsay Stauffer, said she had already been vaccinated and that her post was referring to a template that she saw elsewhere on the internet, not one she created or had in her possession. How am I supposed to believe this person's been vaccinated? <laughs> she said, I've already been vaccinated. And you're yeah. like, oh, you have a template of the vaccine <laughs> Yeah. I, I didn't write about making them. I said, I know where you can get one. You can go to Google right now and pull up images about it yourself. Stalford told the Daily Beast. I'm not making anything. Anyone can access it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't care. Um, I don't know why it's a big deal. I mean, I guess I do know why someone's going to scream at me for saying that. Um, but if the old people that we care about want to get them, um, the rest of them like just have to deal with their choices. I think that, uh, but it also does fuck with children and uh, herd immunity. Sure. Is what we're, sh we're shooting for the herd immunity. Right. You know what I mean? And like, uh, we want the maximum amount of people to get them. I think once we've reached the point where it's like, well, then we did all the work for them yet again, you know? The people that don't get it, we reach herd immunity. It's like, yeah, well, we picked you up again and carried you across the finish line. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> you wanted to go to the fucking Applebee's. Rick Martin presented a, this is a another article uh, about a fake lawyer. Cool. Who goes to war for anti-mask restaurants. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Look at the picture of him, Brad. Can you see him? Yeah, he's got a great. Cowboy hat. Uh, looks like some long, maybe a ponytail in the back. Uh, nice polo. He's got a Lexus with a don't tread on me plate <laughs> on the back. He does. He does. And his shirt has a picture of a cobra on it that says Constitutional Law Group. <laughs> this is an aggro fucking Venom. law firm. You get the value. You know, Rick Martin presented a formidable resume. Lawyer Rick Martin, the judge slayer. <laughs> oh, so tight. <laughs> a biography on his website read, billing himself as the head of the constitutional law group. Martin advertises legal services for businesses that defied anti-COVID-19 measures. Okay. I have put three district judges and two district attorneys and countless law enforcement officials behind prison walls. Whoa. <laughs> We, we the people need to come together and take back our country from these unlawful criminals. So, so some fucking guy that has a, a like a dive bar that got cited for because no one was wearing masks. He's like, I want to put that cop in fucking jail. <laughs> this guy will roll in there. Yeah, the judge slayer. Oh, and you know the judge slayer. I would love to. I want to hire the judge slayer just to hear his sales pitch. You know, right. if you could call the judge slayer and be like, hey, I run a restaurant, you know, and I'm not having people wear masks and I'm also letting them breathe in each other's faces. Just they should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> God made us a perfect breathing system. We don't need to cover it up. Well, this goddamn governor is making all these laws. Now I got the mayor and the police in here. Oh, uh, do, do you have all of their badge numbers and their names? Because I will make sure that they spend time in prison. He said prison, too. Prison. Not even just jail. He's <laughs> just like, these people got fucking time. 
It's not just a night in jail. I got several judges and several police time, which we all know how hard it is to get the police time. Yeah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Judge, you have defied the Constitution. It does not require masks in the Constitution. You're going to prison. <laughs> Goes up with his hand, pulls his handcuffs. Yeah. Right. Like, the guy's not a cop either. Right. Like, he's not a Just lawyer. Just feels like one. And he's not a cop. He feels like he is one. Yeah. Which will get you really far, though. I make some damn good arguments. You gotta give me that. Yeah. Saying you're not being a cop, but acting like a cop will get you really far with people. Oh, yeah. People are afraid of people who would just act like one. True. You know? So... Um, but it was Martin and one of his clients who went to jail this month. And while his client, a Michigan pizzeria proprietor, is believed to be the first restaurant owner in the state to be arrested over COVID-19 restriction, oh. the bust was far from Martin's first time being behind bars. Despite presenting himself as a constitutional lawyer, Martin is not licensed to practice law anywhere in the United States. Okay. Instead... He's an oft-arrested, militia-connected conspiracy theorist. Oh, you don't dogged, say. <laughs> dogged by a record of drunk driving and allegations of golf scams. Wow. He's also the latest figure on the pandemic-era right turn to run afoul of the law while claiming to be a defender of the Constitution. Wow. <laughs> this is America. You can be whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so fun. For months, one of Michigan's hottest fronts in the COVID culture war was Marlena's Bistro and Pizzeria, a small restaurant in the city of Holland that refused to comply with rules on masks and distancing. Okay. Marlena's, named for her owner Marlia Pavlos Hackney, stayed open while Michigan temporarily barred in-person dining and continued to operate even after its license was suspended as a result. This person's a firecracker. I mean, I'm not one to be against people breaking laws. Like, it is funny that they, they were like, we're taking your fucking license. Well, first they were like, you got to wear masks. And they were like, no. Yeah. Taking your fucking license. Take it. I can still cook pizza. Right. Dude. You know, yeah. the pizza's still going to get cooked. Whether, like, you can take my license. Paper won't stop that. Piece of paper isn't going to stop me from making the pizza. Nothing can stop me from making pizzas for my customers. As the battle with Michigan raged, raged and Pavlos Hackney was featured on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show, a sign in a restaurant window offered a stern warning to the government. Oh, here we go. We love stern warnings to the government. Meet them at their own game. <laughs> Notice to all government officials, it read, you are in violation of your oath of office by trespassing unlawfully on the property of this business establishment and committing an act of domestic terrorism Woo! under Section 802 of the Patriot Act. That's prison, baby. That's prison time. That's Guantanamo for your ass. Yeah, Patriot Act is a big one. That, they, you are, if you come into this restaurant, you are Al-Qaeda is what wow. you are. Yeah, back mm -hmm. out, back off, jack off. You are no longer protected under judicial immunity and are now subject to being arrested and also sued in your private capacity. We got our own jails, too. We'll throw you right in our jail. So they basically are telling the cops, like, when you come in here, come in into a different nation. <laughs> you, you play okay. by our rules. Yeah. So when you get in here, I'm the police and you're just a citizen and I'll arrest you. So you fucking think about if you want to 
spend time in like like the jail yeah. <laughs> that we made in the back of this place. You want a slice of pep or you want to hang out in the jail? Yeah. <laughs> the note was signed by Rick Martin of the Constitutional Law Group. When Pavlos Hackney was arrested on March 19th for allegedly failing to comply with a previous case related to COVID-19 regulations, Martin accompanied her to court where he allegedly attempted to Uh-oh. represent her. Oh, man. But his defense fizzled when a judge noted that Martin was not actually a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) This guy fucking rules. They're like, he just goes in there. It's like, here's what you're going to do. Here's the, here's the jurisdictions that happen. Like, sir, is this, is this, this man a lawyer? Like, you're not a lawyer. You're in fact not a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He went in there fucking probably he, motor mouth. He was dressed like a lawyer. I'll bet you he had a suit on. I'll bet you he rolled in a thing of files or had a briefcase. <laughs> yes. You know? yeah. He put a briefcase down and, yep. He put a briefcase down. He opened it up and it just had the Constitution in it. <laughs> yeah. That's all he had in there was just the Constitution. Um, after a terse exchange, Martin was also arrested for contempt of court. <laughs> Pavlos you Hack- can't do that to me, sir. We can actually arrest you. You can't fucking arrest me. I'm an American citizen. Yeah, we have the right to arrest you as an American citizen <laughs> if you treat the court this way. I don't know what other judges you slayed before, but I'm not the one. <laughs> Pavlos Hackney was released from jail days later. Martin, the constitutional lawyer, was not. His legal woes go much deeper. During his arrest, Martin argued that he had not presented himself as a lawyer, merely as legal okay. counsel. Uh, 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 not so fast. <laughs> I wasn't lawyering at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, excuse me. I was practicing law, not lawyering. I provided legal counsel. Yes. Yes. I provided legal counsel. I am called legal counsel. A counselor. I'm a counselor. Uh, um, I have my counseling certificate right here. But his biography on his pair of ni- near identical websites, Constitutional Law Group and Rick Martin <laughs> Lawyer, suggests <laughs> it says in the fine print. This is, people don't read the fine print. This motherfucker said I'm not a lawyer. And you go to his webpage, it says Rick Martin Lawyer. Hi, I'm Rick Martin Lawyer of the Constitutional Law Group. I'm actually just do legal counsel. Yes, I, I do legal counsel. I, do you need legal counsel? I'm I, your man. Do you need a lawyer? Also your man, but don't tell anybody. I am a lawyer. I can't be paid to be one, though. I can <laughs> just provide legal counsel. <laughs> I can't be paid to be legal counsel. I cannot be paid to be a lawyer. It is true that Martin does not claim to be an accredited lawyer. In fact, he alleges on his website, attorneys who pass the bar exam, or as he erroneously calls it, the BAR, might be corrupt. I am not a BAR attorney whose first duty is the court, he writes. Okay. Okay. I studied studied elsewhere. (laughs) Studied laws you don't ever understand. (laughs) Ancient wisdoms of the founding fathers. (laughs) are you telling me look here practicing law and being a judge you have to interpret the thoughts of the founding fathers i feel like this guy probably has some kind of an understanding yeah i think he's done a amount of research 
This goddamn shit has gone far. This has gone far left of what John, what Thomas Jefferson would have said. It's I'm right. against it. This right here, it's the Constitution. That's the whole government. Nothing else. <laughs> it is true that Martin does not. Oh, oh yeah, he's B O. The B A R that Martin references is a conspiracy theory. Oh, popular in you guessed it. Sovereign citizen circles. The theory falsely alleges that the bar, an exam that lawyers must pass, actually stands for British Accreditation Registry, a shadowy and non-existent organization. Ah, you're a barrister. You're not a lawyer. I need to let my, you know, maybe I'll tell my brother that he's not a real lawyer or that he signed up at the British It's yeah. probably feeling pretty bad. I wonder what the bar does stand for. I don't know what the bar stands for. So, so that's not American? Is that what they're... That's like colonial-ass British shit? That's not American? Yeah, that's some old British shit. What? Yeah. We what? Know, America... This is America. Anybody can practice law. I practice the law of the land. Practice the, the law of my house. I'm, I'm practicing law every, every day. Natural law? Yeah. <laughs> common sense. The, the term bar in bar association or bar exam refers to being able to move freely in the area where judges, lawyers, and court workers do all of their work. The bar exam is the test one. So it's a bar. It literally means bar. This guy thinks that it means British accreditation agent <laughs> or bar. Uh, like what? Like a post or like, like a bar. They're like, you're not barred from moving around uh, the areas of the court. Gotcha. I think, I don't know for sure. You know, the it constitutional law group or CLG takes those pseudo legal claims to the next level. The group purports to offer assistance to people and businesses fighting anti-COVID measures. Few lawyers staff its ranks. Instead, the firm, such as it is, offers law advisors who qualify, who, whose qualifications include Master Mason, Oracle, and controversial international entrepreneur, <laughs> as well as constitutional doctors and constitutional pastors. So that's who they have working there. You know, it seems like they got some kind of a crew set up there. Yeah, I, I would love to see like the switchboard at his office just like lighting up like, hi, uh, Rick Martin lawyer. Yes, uh, oh, we're very busy today. He's out slaying another judge. What's your problem? <laughs> Rick, Rick, we have we have a we have a, a sandwich shop and the cops are in there busting the place up. They're, they're saying that, that uh, they don't they're not aligned with American values anymore. They're they're. They're they're brutalizing them, Rick. You gotta save them, and people all day are just calling. Hey, he's, he, sir, get the oracle on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes. can you get? I I need to speak to a constitutional pastor. That is true too. <laughs> That's kind of neat. That's like a good way to deflect too, where you're just like, hey, this isn't just Rick Martin. This ain't just my show. I got a team of people. Okay, <laughs> I can solve what you need. Tell me your problem. I have an answer. I have a constitutional pastor that will get you right together with God and the government one together. I would love to sit down with this constitutional pastor just to know what a constitutional pastor is. Because I'm I try to parse it in my brain, like what it actually is. Jesus, like America is a religion or like Chris, Christianity be. in line with um, Christianity in line with the Constitution. I guess it would be Christianity. So this is a Christian that works in line with the Constitution. And this is the pastor. So he's like a level up 
from just regular Christian. Oh, also, right. You know. Also, if a church is getting together, like uh, Pastor Jeff Locke, the guy we've done before, he was he was pushing the limits and getting shut down. So this could be somebody that knows the law that knows the law of like what churches can get away with, what religious protections are, so that you can keep having a thousand people come to church on Sunday for your televangelist event. The only issue I have with that idea, Brett, is that that would mean that's, that he knows about law. Yeah, I would say that's too well thought out. I know. The, 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 like, I understand what you're saying, but the main mistake just, you made in that sentence was that he, he knows about the laws and the protections for religion and the Constitution. And this guy hasn't it's, read the Constitution. No, it's just his buddy Jeff who printed out, um, like, uh, a, an or, ordain, ordination, like, certificate. Like, that they, they are now a priest in some religion. They printed out, like, a collar. Yeah, I did that too. I I was a priest in some, or not a priest, the ordained minister. I was an ordained minister, and yeah, right. that's what this somebody said. that yeah someone that that married their friends back in two thousand and eleven. They're like, oh yeah, he knows he knows all about faith and constitution. But this guy's kind of badass in in the way of it's like okay, like I'm an ordained minister, can't really make money being an ordained minister. I mean, technically you could do some weddings, but. It probably is hard to get a gig doing weddings, you know, like yeah. you would have to put an ad and then hope people saw it and shit like that. Like, that's very hard. You just get those so you can do weddings just for your friends, just for the hell of it. Yeah. You know, this guy did something that like you can make real money doing. Yeah. You know? Like you can make real money as a fucking lawyer and even realer money dealing with small business owners that have money. Right. That will hire you because they're throwing a temper tantrum about something that there isn't a lot of precedence for in yeah. court. Yeah. And they're willing to risk ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 or more. And they will listen to anything you fucking tell them, dude. Yeah. Anything you tell. If you tell them the constitution of this fucking great nation is, is firmly against masks. They're totally out of line. You just like smacking the paper. They're totally out of line. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Walks in with the constitution on parchment. I don't see anything about masks on here. Requirements (laughs) or any of that. You can't, you know, they can't make you a house British soldiers. Well, how can they make you wear a mask? It's lunacy. We've lost our way as a country. You know what I mean, though. You know what I mean, Marlena. He walks in like this. Here's, here's what I think it looks like. He walks in, he pulls out the parchment paper version of the Constitution. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The real deal version of the Constitution. Yeah. Puts it on a table, slaps it on a table, slides it across the table to him. And he goes like this. Uh, show me in there where it says uh, mask. And then they're like, I don't think, I mean, I don't think it says anything. He's like, well, let me tell you right now, it doesn't. And I have even control F5'd and searched a digital version of the Constitution for mask, and it doesn't say it at all in there. So suffice to say, I think we can win in court. Because that's the other thing about these guys. Yeah. Is they think that court is all technicalities, you know? Which, there are technicalities where people, like, can get out of shit because Mm -hmm. of the cops didn't read you your rights. It's, like, the big one that people always talk about. Or the famous one from when I was growing up, cop can't pull you over if they don't have their headlights on. That was a big one when I was a kid. And, like... We, we all believe that, too, yeah. which is very stupid. But they can also have their parking lights on, so it, it's kind of one of those things. I don't know if that's true or not. But, like, that they think that that's, like, all of law. That, like, a lawyer's job is if you kill somebody 
to like figure out a way that all the evidence is inadmissible in court. Yeah. <laughs> on like a technicality, like where it's like, uh, the husband is not allowed, um, the husband is not compelled to hand over the knife. If it's one bought by the husband or wife in this relation, like that's what they think goes on in court. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, OCP underscore CPA uh, pointed this out. It's it's true. But they said there are crazy Christians out there who do know the law, like Westboro Baptist Church. They know and, the law. Yeah. And also all of the abortion people, too. They uh, we called the police on 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 them uh, when I was doing escort and they didn't get in trouble. They stood there proudly and were like. Please, I would love to have them come down here and discuss the murdering of children that's happening inside. And it's like nobody can do anything, and they just they get away with it. Those they, people they, get they, degrees, though. That's yeah. That's they it. pass the BAR exam. The British, they, they like they go and pass the exam. The thing about the Westboro Baptist people is that they passed exams. Fred Phelps was a kind of a legendary civil rights lawyer back in the day. And uh, uh, he just somehow, like, fell off and started hating gay people. But he, like, in the 60s, he was, like, there fighting. I didn't know that. For civil rights shit. Yeah, I I can't tell you exactly what he did, but he was a pretty respected civil rights lawyer. And so, like, he knew how to practice law. So, and, and Shirley Phelps, I believe, also went to college and graduated. And I believe could also practice law. And if you know how to practice law and you have your juris doctorate and you do the bar exam, that's like a totally different thing from just being like, I'm Rick Martin. <laughs> I'm Rick Martin. I read the Constitution. Because I don't think he's reading law precedent. No, he just does bullshit when he sees it. <laughs> And he knows how to do bullshit. Yeah, he's definitely a bullshit artist. <laughs> the constitutional law. Not long, a good one, maybe. Uh, <laughs> reached for comment. The CLG did not answer specific questions, but offered a statement that read in part. Are you ready for the statement? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Out of his own pocket, Martin filed 42 mass tort claims against corrupt governors across the state. And for the love of our country, he has helped countless people in need. Okay. Considering the number of people he has helped and knowing that you can't please all the people all the time, that cannot take away all the selfless acts he has done and is still doing to restore our great republic. Oh, his heart was in the right place. <laughs> he was doing it for all of us. He really wanted to win. I swear, I really, really, really wanted to win, and I believed I could trick him. I, I, I didn't if, mean to take hundreds of thousands of dollars of money. I wonder if other people really do work for him. Like, now you got me thinking, like, does he really have other people working <laughs> Yeah, or is he... You know, is he, like, answer... Is it Does does his, like, wife answer the phone when he's not home? Yeah. Or, like, his brother takes care of... Does somebody, like, answer his self or answer the phone number like gets it forwarded and answers the phone number and then acts like hey uh, uh rick rick whatever is it? rick martin law uh consultancy uh hold on one second and he like puts the phone down gets it back up and says, hello this is rick martin you know is is he like faking owning a business or does he really have a uh it is are these people that work for him just as friends? Yeah, maybe I'm, he tosses fifty bucks to if he has to talk to. I him? think more than fifty, and I just because golf scams seems like there's a lot of money there. 
I don't even know what a golf scam is. I'm I hoping know. to see that in this in this piece. But uh, I feel that maybe I don't. I feel like you'd have to have an office unless you were complete maniac, which he, I, I guess he is. But I also, for some reason, I, I do feel like you if you're if you're stealing money from small businesses, if you're stealing ten thousand dollars a month in fake lawyer fees, like you can break off a thousand, two thousand to people to just answer the phone on the weekends or do part-time shit for you, right? Yeah. And to ask for advice, I guess, like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, he goes to a pastor and says, like, hey, you know, I need to know the laws around being a pastor. And the pastor is like, Jesus, oh, you know. <laughs> like, I'm sure a lot of it is, uh, um, it is, it, the group also arranged for an unnamed person to call the Daily Beast from an unlisted number. That person was not immediately able to provide evidence of the tort claims. Martin told the media last summer that he'd filed three such claims in Seattle, but none appear in legal records. And both the defendant and the plaintiff in those cases told the Daily Beast that the cases had never become reality. It is unclear whether Martin has obtained a legitimate lawyer in his arrest in Michigan and attempts to reach him for the story were unsuccessful. <laughs> Meanwhile, a Friday a Friday post on the CLG's Facebook suggested the group was seeking representation. <laughs> We're looking for a constitutional attorney, the post read. Can be a bar attorney as long as they're constitutional. <laughs> if you know anyone, please message us. Rick is in need of assistance of counsel. Thank you. Now he's, he's like, hey, you know, if you pass the bar, we'll still accept you. But you still need to be very constitutional. I think. I think it's important for you to be constitutional. What brought us all here today? What gave us these this, <laughs> this beautiful sunrise and this wonderful land we live on so freely, so proudly? Have you seen this uh, uh, room, this majestic wood that's in this courtroom? I respect this place with all my heart. The Constitution made it. Whatever its current woes, the CLG appears to have made fast alliances on the fringes. On the CLG's website, Martin claims to have started in 1996 as a study group. However, web records suggest the domain names for Rick Martin Lawyer and the CLG were only purchased in May 2020, just as a wave of anti-lockdown protests were sweeping the nation, especially in conspiratorial circles. The group soon hosted events alongside a grab bag of far-right figures. They include Judy Mikovits, the discredited researcher behind the COVID conspiracy um. video Plandemic, Simone Gold, a hydroxychloroquine promoting doctor who was arrested for allegedly storming the Capitol on January 6th, and former Graham County, Arizona Sheriff Richard Mack, head of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Yeah, um, I mean... I think there there's a scene, man. There's just people that you can go around, and if you bullshit enough, and I think you just lie to each other enough, and and stay away, don't get each other in trouble. Like I'm, they all, I'm always ready to collab. You know, I love this too. The CLG also licks, lists Max CSPOA as a platinum level sponsor and claims that it works very closely with the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association headed by Sheriff Richard Mack to provide support, information, resources, and education to every sheriff in America. This is critical because our sheriffs are the supreme defenders of the rights of the citizens in their counties. 
Partnership with the CSPOA, which counts real sheriffs as members, would be a big deal for an upstart organization like the CLG. But even that sponsorship is fake, Mac told the Daily Beast. Oh, no. We are not sponsors of that. We have nothing to do with that, Mac said. He noted that he'd spoken alongside Martin at an event, but Martin had said little at the time. So he just gets near somebody and he was like, okay, we we work together. Several also, th- also, like, I also think it's one of those things where he's, well, they do agree with me. I'm sure they agree with me, right? You know? Yeah, because it says here, several times I have had to rebuke him. People have asked me whether they should use his stuff. I tell them no, Max said, adding that he was going to call the CLG and ask them to remove their logo from their website. I'm sorry it's come to this. I just wanted him to do his thing and I'll do mine. So uh, uh, the CSPOA is not Martin's only claim to claimed tied to the anti-government right on facebook he repeatedly described himself as a member of the oath keepers a far-right militia leaders of which are currently facing conspiracy charges for allegedly plotting the january 6th capital attack the oath keepers couldn't be reached for comment but anybody can be a member of that so you know uh yeah you you gotta show up to the meetings you do gotta show up they probably want you at the meeting um yeah they want to have a they want to have a hierarchy where they can bully people around. The Capitol attack prompted calls and concern about new domestic terror laws, especially in the case of the Oath Keepers. But Martin, the self-described Oath Keeper, had been accusing the government of domestic terrorism for months before the attack. At least four restaurants across the country sought his support in fighting anti-COVID measures. Some, like Marlena's in Michigan and Apple Bistro in California, posted the CLG's notices, which warned government officials that enforcing COVID restrictions was actually terrorism. Yeah, I mean, this is what you want to hear. This is the guy that finally, if someone's speaking your language, every other lawyer you talk to laughed in your face. <laughs> said you can't do this. Yeah, but he did it though. Martin also He's the only took- one you need legal counsel, not a lawyer. Yeah, he did. That's it. all it took. Yeah, a lot of these guys legal are- counsel, not a lawyer. A lot of these sovereign citizens are bullshit dudes, you know? Sure. But this guy fucking went for it. You know, he's testing his theories in court. <laughs> yes. You know, a lot of these guys get tased when they do that. This guy just got arrested. Right. For trying. Uh, but he got away with uh, over a hundred new fucking tort, <laughs> tort claims or whatever they said. Yeah, Martin also took on the case of Stag Barbershop in Sonomish, Washington, which famously defied closure orders early in the pandemic. In August, Martin told the Herald newspaper that he'd filed a massive, massive, it's always a massive lawsuit on behalf of the shop's owner, Bob Martin, no relation. The lawsuit named Washington Governor Jay Inslee and Microsoft founder Bill Gates as defendants. Oh, wow. Here's a guy telling us how to do health and he doesn't even have a medical degree, Martin. (laughs) Who does not have a law degree. <laughs> he's inside. He's like, yeah, then let's let's put the uh, let's make them suspicious of Bill Gates. They'll never suspect me. They did throw Bill Gates for no reason. And, and like Bill Gates is also making it so this place can't be open. So, uh, yeah, uh, Bob Martin, the barbershop, 79 year old owner, said he'd heard the Seattle case fell through. It cost twelve hundred bucks to okay, do that. So he told yeah. the Daily Beast. Yeah, that's not really balling. <laughs> You're just taking people for a thousand dollars. You're just a blowhard that takes people for a thousand dollars. I don't think um, I don't think he's got a crew. Let's find out what a golf Ooh, let me slam see. is. That his pictures of him um, through the years. Oh, his 
<laughs> past crimes and alleged golf scams. Yeah, and there's one in here of him having somebody hold his head up for him. <laughs> That's true. The one from 2016, someone is holding him against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they got to hold him up so he can stand, I guess. Uh, okay. On the Corporate Golf Association's now defunct webpage, the group claimed to host... Prom- okay. Those convictions... So they talk about his drunk driving, which is like kind of like, okay. Those convictions came to the fore in years long internet argument and a years long internet argument that began on a consumer complaint page in 2009. There, people claiming to be jilted clients accused Martin of running a golf, a bogus golf group <laughs> called the Corporate Golf Association. Love it. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Rick Martin. I'm from the CGA. No, not the PGA. We're the CGA. <laughs> a little smaller outfit, but uh, we do a lot of good work. This guy fucking loves to do scams, man. Who doesn't? I know. <laughs> this guy is so into scamming people. I mean, that guy should have known that a legal counsel guy that charged him twelve hundred bucks. Right. Like, come on, you're yep. being scammed, dude. I'm gonna fire a million. I only it's only cost me a thousand dollars to file a million dollar lawsuit. I have no chance of winning. Wow, you're so generous with your time. <laughs> All these other lawyers wouldn't give me a half hour for that amount. <laughs> yeah. On the Corporate Golf Association's now defunct webpage, the group claimed to host premier golf tournaments. The Corporate Golf Ooh. Association makes every event stand out. I believe page. it. Puts on the wildest after parties with top live bands. Okay, that's not corporate, though. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. Free beer. Mixed drinks and bar BQ until closing time, which also goes down well, especially with all of us feeling like true winners and enjoying a few moments in the limelight. Wait, how? How does that happen? After the golf. After you you golf, you feel like a bunch. Everyone feels like winners in the limelight. Yeah, they feel like real superstars (laughs) after the free beer, the mix. You can't. First of all, you can't promise free beer. No. (laughs) I just don't think you can promise that. I don't know. I mean. Maybe in New Orleans. No, I, I just don't think that like. People will show up for anything with free beer, but you there just isn't free beer. There's not a lot of places to go where there are free beer. Well, if you, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, if you pay for a ticket, who knows? I don't know what he's trying to do here. Well, it's unclear whether the hard partying golf group ever hosted a tournament. And a 2009 post on a golf blog, Martin reiterated his offer of free beer. And asked- <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, once again, I thought you missed. You just like, you didn't respond to me. And I'm like, did you see the freebie part? Did you see the freebie part? I figured that's, that's a little juicy nugget. That's, that's a hook. That's how we get, that's how we get people in. We're corporate golf and free beer. <laughs> where does the money come from? I guess fees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, where's his money? How is he, he as a business? Like, seriously, if you're looking at this from the outside and you're like, so how does this guy as a business make money? You charge $400, say that covers your green fee and the after party. Come play. I Corporate Golf Association, we throw the best events. You and the lady can do it for 800 bucks. We got a couples package for $1,200 that comes with sex oils. There's free sex oils, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like. People would look at him like, okay, like, how's this business making money if you're offering, like, all of this stuff? Yeah, and they're asking for $10,000. Oh, for sponsors. Okay, right. So, he knows how an event is. He knows how he he knows how people make money from events, and he just doesn't do the, like, 
do the event. Like, if you just went through, you could make this work somehow, possibly. If you just I, went through with the event and kept repeating it, you would actually have a business. But he just does the part <laughs> where you get the money from him, and then they're like, whoop, I'm out of here. Right. On to the next golf club. He didn't have to sell this to a single person, like, to buy the golf tournament, right? Like, all he had to do was sell this to the sponsors, right? Like, he, if he's not ever going to put the tournament on... Then all he has to do is go to a place and be like, hey, Titleist, you know, I'm fucking doing this big tournament. Yep. I got free beer. I got all the stuff in the world. <laughs> yeah. You can be a sponsor on this tournament for the low price of $10,000. And then they pay the 10000 They ain't going to go check and see if you're fucking doing the tournament. You know what I mean? Right. You're trying to get in there for for whatever, for the least amount possible for them not to notice. Oh, uh, but it is unclear whether the hard party and golf group ever hosted a tournament in a 2009. Oh, I already said that. Uh, he, he, uh, 10, on one of his Twitter accounts, he took a more direct approach asking specific celebrities to golf for him. Okay. At McConaughey, want you to play in a golf tournament in November. Tell how I can inspire you to play. He tweeted at actor Matthew McConaughey in 2013, days after making a similar plea to Paris Hilton. By 2017, Martin was using the account to tweet GoFundMe links while calling himself a retired constitutional lawyer. <laughs> oh, I did all my free beer and hard partying, uh, but this old retired constitutional lawyer is hanging up his hat. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all this work defending the Constitution. I think I deserve a lick bit of money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Martin's former associate who requested anonymity said that even in the 1990s, he'd represented himself as a golf professional as well as a Navy SEAL. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he, he claimed he was friends with Tiger Woods and all the older golf pros and he helped them with their lessons. Oh, he went that far. <laughs> yeah. You mean, you see the way uh, Tiger got out of that uh, sand trap there? Yeah, I taught him that. I yeah. saw him that. A little flick of the wrist. That's it. He got that from me. You got to find a fucking guy that's like near the bottom of the stand. Yeah. I would right? just say, yeah. You know, uh, you know, uh, Jackie Sparling. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you don't remember? Oh, no. He was huge, though. He was real big. He was a contender. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I taught him. Yeah. He played in a few opens. He he came in fifth in some of the opens. <laughs> yeah. He was, a, he was a midfield guy, but just had a lot of passion and uh, <laughs> really technical skill that I taught him is what got him there. He just didn't have the talent. He had all the skill. I gave him all of my skill, and he didn't have any a fucking lick of talent. Just the most unbelievable lies. The CLG email statement alluded to Martin serving in the special forces. <laughs> Love it. But the group did not return question about which branch he had served and when. <laughs> Marlena's Pizza, you know, I learned a few things in the Special Forces when I served. And uh, one thing I know is that these colors don't fucking run. Well, he also said the CLG associate who called the Daily Beast on behalf of the group stated that Martin had served in the Army and also suggested the absence of any records might just be a reflection of their secrecy. Yes, the best. <laughs> Airtight lie. I mean, you can't look me up. I mean, I don't care if your dad works for the government. He's in the Army right now. My records aren't there. I, I'm a little more specialist than your dumbass dad who's shuffling papers, okay? What I did was secret. 
<laughs> yeah, the Constitutional Law Group's website launched later that year. In recent days, however, the website has undergone discrete changes. Sometime after midday Thursday, the CLG changed Martin's biography, where it had pre- previously listed his title as Lawyer Rick Martin, the Judge Slayer. The page now describes him as Rick Martin, Assistance of Counsel. Great. <laughs> so, Rick is... Rick is a guy covering his know? tracks. Um, yeah, flew too close to the sun, maybe on this one. Um, great opportunity, <laughs> great grift. The golf scam is fucking genius. You yeah. can do that with fun runs and shit. Yeah, you could. You could. You could totally get away with the like saying, "I'm doing a fun run in town. <laughs> it's gonna be a big fucking deal." Yeah, you you send it. All you do, you make mock-ups of like one of those uh, photo walls, or take pictures of like fun runs where like there would be an arch that people run under and you just give price points. You say like, you know, for 2,500, we'll put your logo on, in these areas for 10,000. We'll put them here, you know, for, for 25,000, we'd be willing to give you this, our largest real estate. And you just make it look like it's up to you. It's your choice. I mean, it's, it's free advert. It's advertising. Hey, it's not free, whole, but it's the best you can get a whole mock-up made with their logos on the mock-up of the green, you know, like, Oh, here's where, you know, the, the booze uh, golf cart's going to come by. We'll put, like, your beers on the booze golf cart, you know? Hey. No, you don't even have to bring them. I'll, I'll actually just come and pick them up from you. How does this sound? The Fuzzies Ball Wash open. We're going to make it all about Fuzzies Ball Wash. <laughs> You're going to get top billing. Everyone's going to go home knowing all about Fuzzies Ball Wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of like the minor golf people that like could get could get like hosed on this. Oh, that God. do have five thousand dollars extra, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I want. I'd love to have. Uh, I'd love to have the the golf my golf club uh, head business on there. I can't. What are the covers? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know the golf socks. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. I just don't even like know why I never considered that like a viable scam. Yeah, like, I've thought about scams my whole life. I've always thought about them. Always been fascinated with them. And this one for real is like, whoa! Like this barely hurts anybody. Really, it's, right? It's it's not like you have to scam a bunch of people to do a thing. You just scam four or five people. Yeah. Just then, a lazy marketing person. Yeah, and then run away. <laughs> you just disappear. Yeah, yeah. Start a new website. This guy is so this guy is the best kind of scammer because he really does feel like a, the kind I like, which is the like really short-term thinking yeah. scammer. Those are my favorite ones, you know? They're classics. Yeah. That's like the real classic one where it's like, maybe there's not even gonna be a tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, building the airplane after they jump out of, yeah. they jump in the air. Yeah, yeah. Who knows if there's gonna be a tomorrow? I'll <laughs> yeah. just rip off these people for fifty thousand dollars, and then we'll fucking think about it when the fifty thousand dollars is gone. Yeah, today's t- we gotta get that money today. I need, I need it right now. I don't need promise to pays. Um, yeah, I'd love to spend it on maybe doing the event, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> maybe we don't have to. They feel happy. They have a boss that told them do marketing, and they're doing it. <laughs> this guy's a cl- he was ripping off people i don't like yeah i to, agree i agree know, a bunch just uh, all the kinds of people i don't like it's like okay whatever you know yeah he's a chud but um well thanks for listening uh is, is that is that all we got here yeah i had more but i think we'll go save that for next it's week it's pretty late 
Um, I wanted to shout out Tony Boswell from Mini Death Call and uh, his he makes bread. Uh, it's Sickles Harvest. You can look up Sickles Harvest, but he makes bread and distributes it for like a buck. And you can it's like a sliding scale, pay what you want. Um, but you can also order it on the internet. I have it. I love it. I've been drinking. I've been eating it like crazy. Drinking mad bread. That's what they call beer. Right. Liquid bread. It's the same. The, be- the bread is good. Sorry, I did use real butter on it, Tony, um, but it's so delicious. I don't even toast it. I just spread butter and eat the whole fucking thing. I loved it. Uh, and also, he got you, he got Brian a uh, Peter Steele blanket with his uh, ding-a-ling hanging out. Yeah, the Playgirl photo uh, drawn by uh, what Mob Shitty yeah. on Instagram. He does Sharpie things. He uh, drew the Playgirl picture and then made a blanket out of it. And now I have a blanket with Peter Steele and his huge hot dong on it. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. Listen to Mini Death Call. Great for, show. For more um, Facebook comment section uh, battles. Uh, we will be back not this Sunday. It's Easter. So we got family stuff and uh, we're taking it off. So no call-in show this week. Um, tomorrow night I am going to play, and this is later today if you're listening to the podcast. I'm going to go live on Twitch with Tanya from the Trillbillies. We're going to play Mario Kart. Um, we're going to do my first episode of Drunk Driving. Sweet. That sounds fun. I'm uh, gonna, I would love to join you, and I might. What time are you playing? 10. I'll try to peek in. I got to do something at 11. Okay. But you I'll try watch. to peek in there. All right. Uh, well, we will see you later. You can find us on social media. We're Street Fight WCRS. And even on TikTok as well. We're Street Fight Radio. Uh, so follow along. I've been trying to add some stuff. I'm trying to hype myself up to do it every day. Uh, but it's fun. And uh, still on Instagram, Street Fight WCRS, still on Twitter, uh, and then Patreon.com if you want more of what we do. Get motivated. We just did another one episode tonight. We did the Trillion Dollar Man, Dan Pena. Absolutely bonkers. You're not going to fucking believe it when you hear it. Um, But that's coming this Friday on the Patreon bonus feed. I will see you later. Peace. Uh, You've been uh, making your brags around town that you've been uh, loving my man. But the man I love when he picks up trash He puts it in a garbage can And that's what you look like to me And what I see is a pity You better close your face and stay out of my way If you don't want to go to this city If you don't want to go to this city You better detour around my town Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head Come on and tell me what you told my friends If you think you're brave enough And I'll show you what a real woman is Since you think you're a hot stuff You'll bite off more than you can chew If you get too cute or witty You better move your feet If you don't want to eat a meal that's coffee city If you don't want to go to this city You better detour around my town Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head And I'll lift you off of the ground
and head 